Hello and welcome back to the 10th episode of Single Sounds. Woo, we did it. <laughs> and this is the podcast that will help you find a date. This week's character really lives life to the full. And I think this came across in his interview. He has a lot of fun and quirky thoughts and interests. And it was great to get to know him. Welcome to Single Sounds, the one with chicken nuggets. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Let's start with your profile. Who, what, where. So who are you sexually attracted to? So women. Nice. If I look at back at my dating, it's quite interesting because I've never ever dated anyone older than me. Okay. So if I'm looking at my profile of people I go through, I'd normally go for girls around, I guess, like, well, I'm 28, so somewhere south of that. Yeah. But outside of that, I'm not massively picky. I'm more of like a personality guy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I look at look at people I've dated before, like such a variety. It's completely different. And yeah, yeah. Okay. So open to any sort of like background. Definitely. Just younger than you is usually what you go for. Yeah, and I mean that's not anything like I specify. It's just yeah. kind of worked out that way. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why. It's strange, actually. I do find that happens, especially with girls being younger. I don't know why though. It's strange, isn't it? This might be a bit insulting to men, <laughs> but I find that guys do mature a bit later. So usually, like I think it's actually the girls maybe going for the older guys because mm. they hope that they've like grown out of their fuckboy stage. <laughs> yeah, I mean I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> All of my friends that go say that. They're like, oh, wow, it's glad you've finally matured. I'm like, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a recent thing. <laughs> I think it's literally been in the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So I don't know, maybe you think you're picking, but actually they're picking. Probably. Honestly, yeah. probably. That's kind of your what as well, isn't it, I guess? So where? London. Yeah. I live in East London, but all of my friends live South West. I actually don't have many friends in East London. I seem to always end up in goddamn Clapham or Fulham, which is a bit of a nightmare. But I think, yeah, London, it would make sense. And I work centrally. So, yeah, around those sort of, those sort of areas. Because you're East, you don't really have a choice. You've got to do the whole of London. You don't really no, mind exactly. about what zone. It's quite, it's quite <laughs> niche if I say just East London. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you definitely end up with a type of person, like the edgy bracket, I think. Definitely. definitely. (laughs) Honestly, people think I'm edgy because I live east. I like to think I'm edgy, but I'm definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) It does normally work out that way, though. The people I know that do live east tend to be a bit more out there. Yeah, definitely. I honestly, the only reason I did it is because I've just got this thing against the underground. I'm all for the underground because it's good to get your places, but I just hate the thought of being on the underground every day. Really? So I like the fact that I can cycle to the office. I'm, oh. I'm all for that, a bit of fresh air in the morning. That's so interesting because I thought the opposite. I have to be near a tube, but specifically a night tube. Interesting. <laughs> Not that that works anymore because they've kind of like stopped them all. But obviously when I picked where I lived, it was before COVID. Yeah. So I was like, I need a 24-hour tube to get home. It's, it's um, like, so I actually live quite near a 24-hour tube as well. I've only recently realised it. Because uh, really? I didn't even think about it when I got the flat. I was like, oh, this is just a nice location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually works quite well. I mean, I do prefer the overground because at least I can like be on my phone the whole time. True. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, so true. I can do all my admin. That's what I call replying to text. <laughs> <laughs> admin. <laughs> Life admin. <laughs> Literally. I have to like set aside time to reply to messages throughout the day. That's how much they irritate me. Let me know your two truths and a lie. It's funny. I was talking to some friends about this and I really didn't want to say this one, but I feel like I have to. Okay. I'm obviously not going to say which one this is. Yeah. But I'll do my two truths and one lie. So my first one is I've got a Soho House membership. Mm. My second one is I was Joseph in the school nativity play. 
<laughs> that has so many positive and negative connotations, honestly. <laughs> so many. And then my third one is I was once asked to be on the show Take Me Out. No. But I loved that show. Honestly, Paddy McGuinness was my hero. I'll guess first and then if it's true, we can get onto it because I have so many questions. <laughs> Okay, Soho House membership, I can see that. Although you're not a creative, because I know what you do, and I feel like they do like to sway towards the more creative people in life. So, mm, not sure. It's plausible, put it that way. (laughs) What was the second one? Being Joseph. Yeah, why not? You seem confident, could be quite a good main character in a play. Believable. Um, Take me out. I just don't think I can say that's the lie, because it would hurt me so much. (laughs) I'd be so disappointed. <laughs> I guess it could have been another show, but oh yeah, okay. I'm gonna go say her house is the lie. <sighs> yeah, it was. True. Yeah, it's actually annoying because I really want a membership. <laughs> I've been trying so hard. I've, I've called the membership team weekly. I'm like, have I got a mem- have I got my membership yet? They know my name now. And oh like, goodness, you're not getting a membership. I've seen your LinkedIn. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, no, you don't do the right I've thing. Even, I've even done anything. So my sister works in like media. And I'm like, oh, can you just like hook me up with some of your famous friends and just t- like put me forward for it? No, I've got loads of friends that work in like marketing. Put me forward for it. They've got no interest in finance, bros. Just, no. That's a shame. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's like, you, I know you don't work in the right industry. They really, I think they've buckled down on it even more as well. Yeah. Because someone told me a similar story. They really wanted to become one. And I was like, but you're not an artist. And they were like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, yes, it's not for you. So I've got to this point now where I said to my brother, my brother works in like more creative stuff, said, can I please get the membership in your name? And I'll just go and oh. I'll be brilliant. And you can go whenever you want. Honestly, you could just use your membership. Why do you want to go so bad? So I went a couple of months ago. Oh, you got taken as a guest? Yeah, I've been a few times and every time I've gone, I've just been like, I need to be here. Just had such a nice vibe. Yeah. I just really like it now, but no. But it's not no. Gonna happen. It's just not going to happen. I've just got to accept it. You need a lot of recommendations, don't you? Yeah. How many is it? Do you know? So I've got four recommendations now. Okay. Instead, I've gone broad. I've got like someone that works at Facebook. I even went as far as getting a meditation and yoga teacher to recommend me because <laughs> I thought that that just shows that I'm like, you know, spiritually aware and all of this. No, no. bueno. Just... Well, you really have tried. I've really tried. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, wait. Yeah, that was the lie. So take me out is true. Why didn't you go on? No. So it happened at the worst time. I just started working and I got it. I had a like a phone interview that went well. I had like a second interview that went well. And then they were like, okay, you're on. And then it kind of hit me because I was doing it as a joke initially. Yeah. I was living in Shoreditch at the time with some, with some friends. And one of my friends said to me, are you sure you want to do this? Because everyone's going to see you. Mm. He was like, I'm not sure this is the best idea. And then I thought about it and I was like, I just had an image of me just coming down this lift. I mean, like, going like that, doing something really embarrassing. And, like, the rest of my life just being a meme of myself. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, am I really going to do this? And I thought about it. And then my brother told my mum. Oh. And it was like, no, it's not. She was absolutely not. No choice. Yeah. So I thought, do you know what? Actually, maybe it's just not the best idea. And yeah. now I kind of regret it because it would have been really funny. But... No, I actually did a really similar thing and I, I chickened out. I applied for Love Island and all of a sudden I was like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> I was like, why did I do this? Because they were asking like really uncomfortable questions. Yeah. And obviously I was like, oh yeah, I forget that you have to share like the number of people you've slept with. And then I realised my answers were really boring. And I, I remember like people on the show had been like 300 or whatever. I don't know. That's not a good thing either, but... (laughs) 
But, it's, it, but the questions are so, like, they're probably was, quite similar, right? They, the stuff they ask you. Yeah, I was yeah. spooked. I was like, oh, no, I can't have the world know these figures. Bad, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're not even that bad. But, like, I thought the same, like, my job. I didn't want them knowing yeah. these numbers. Like, so bad. And then I was like, what, are they going to give me, like, eight weeks off to go on holiday for a TV it's show? Just never like, happen, is it? I mean, you think of the people that have been on those kind of shows before. I feel like they're so geared up for it. And yeah. I like, just don't see me as that person. Yeah. And take me out. I mean, I think I loved it because it was really cringe. Yeah. Like, it is... So cringe. And imagine if you got a blackout. What was that? Was <sighs> that... it called a blackout? Yeah, yeah. That, well, that was what my friend said. They were like, how many lights off as you walked out would you be happy with? Yeah. And I hadn't even considered that. I was like, well, I want all of them on. So, but what if you get a blackout? And then I was just like, had like a panic attack. I was like, yeah. oh my God, imagine. I always felt really bad for them when they did. Yeah. Like, especially when they were doing that silly special skill at the end. Yeah. And all of a sudden, oh, everyone so would like get the ick and just go like, no, no, no. <laughs> and you can like, it was the noise, wasn't it? It was like, bow, bow, bow. oh God. Oh, I'm so, I, oh, I don't know. I don't know whether I'm glad I didn't do it because I kind of would love to see it back, but also I just don't want that yeah. stuff floating around. I guess at the time, memes weren't as big. True. So at least people yeah, wouldn't have true. made it into memes <laughs> as much. Like, I don't think I've seen any take me out memes. Yeah, that's true. Um, And there were some really embarrassing people on there. So embarrassing. <laughs> I, yeah. sold, I sold, sold myself out of it now, actually. And now I'm really glad I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of those, you realise it's just like not for you. Not, it's just not the thing. Let me know your worst dating story. So, I've got quite a few. <laughs> I've got That's quite good. a few. But, I mean, given the people that will probably listen to this, I'll, I'll keep it pretty clean. So, when I first moved to London, I lived with, with two other guys, so there's three of us. Uh-huh. And we used to do this thing where we'd go on the apps and we'd all arrange a date on a Thursday. And Thursday was our dating day. Okay. So, every Thursday, we'd go to a date. And it, got, and it then became such like a, I don't know, it was just so arranged that we would go to the same pub. Mm. on this Thursday we'd all sit on the same sort of same table and obviously the girls we were dating didn't know we were friends yeah we we were friends and so it was really funny for the first few weeks like we just like wink at each other and stuff and like (laughs) is that going well (laughs) (laughs) it was so funny it was it was actually really fun but then this one week I think like one of my friends is away or something so there's just two of us and the other guy didn't get a date and I did and we, we all have each other on fire my friends so we can literally follow each other mm. but I mean not that they needed to because they knew exactly where I would be at 5 30 or and so I'm just on this date with this girl to be honest with you it just generally wasn't going well you know when you walk in you're like this actually mm. isn't isn't yeah. really for me and then in the corner of my eye I saw my friend walk into the pub with like such a grin and I was like I'm in I'm in trouble here yeah. And then behind him, another friend of ours who is notorious for just, like, messing with people. Oh, no. And I just, like, my head in my hands. And th- and this girl was like, are you okay? Because my mood must have just changed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. Uh, I just could quickly get to the toilet. So I went to the toilet. Uh, as I come back, they grabbed me. And they were just, like, whispering away. They were like, we're going to ruin your day. I was like, oh, God, here we go. And they were drunk as well. Oh, They'd no. been day drinking because one of the friends that's there actually lives in the US, so he came, he came over to stay with us. So they were so drunk, and I was like, oh, this is not a problem. And then they just started properly fucking with me. We were just on this table, and then he, as I was walking back to the table, he, like, barged me. <laughs> I was like, just like, what, what do I do? This poor girl was probably thinking, what is going on? Yeah, if anything, she's this just is a dating horror story for her, not me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then, like, stuff like he, like, threw his wallet on our table, was just like being so aggressive. And I was like, oh my word. And then they went outside and we were on a table by the window. Mm. And they were just like banging on the window and pointing at me. And this girl was like, do you know these people? Because they've yeah. just been like messing with you the whole time. I was like, okay, I had to come clean. Yeah. She was like, actually it was quite funny. Oh, okay. But, so it worked out, but it was honestly, at the time I was like, so, I was like, what is going on here? You were like, were you awful. getting annoyed? I was just like, 
Well, kind of not. I was like, this is quite funny, especially as it, I wasn't really feeling it. It was just kind of yeah. made it quite funny. But yeah, that was more of a dating horror story for her, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> but I've actually got a couple. I mean, I once went on a date on when I was on a ski season with a girl and we were skiing all day and she crashed. Oh. It was so awkward. Like she had... A really bad accident. It wasn't that bad, but like she couldn't really walk. And she was like quite injured. It was like really awkward. I had to like help her down. It was like my first date. I met her like drunkenly the night before. Oh no. Yeah, it was re- like really. Well, that's an intense first yeah, date. That was so intense. Maybe Did that, you have I to think... take her to hospital or something? No, she was fine. I like got her in a, at the bottom of the slopes, got her in a, like one of the cars that we had and took her, took her back to her house and like left her there. But it was just like really awkward. She was obviously <laughs> trying to play it cool. And I was there being like, <laughs> trying to play it cool, <laughs> but she couldn't walk. Yeah. There were like half a leg hanging off. So, yeah, no, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Lovely date. <laughs> I think that just happened to me. I, just, I think I just walk into dating horror stories. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Continuing on the dating theme, let me know your stop, start, continue. Okay, so for me, I think the stop, start, come together. Uh, I'm yeah. so unmillennial saying this, and I think it's because I'm honestly, I'm so, I'm so bad at texting. Because yeah, then I'm just not, like, I'm not that I don't reply, but as in, like, you know, it might as well be French because it's just the, the actual <laughs> wording is awful. <laughs> Like, even my friends say to me, they're like, you've got your own language and we know exactly what you mean, but it's just spelt wrong and it's the wrong word. <laughs> it's got my own language. So for me, I think stops texting and start is like calling, FaceTiming. Yeah, I'm so yeah. much more of a fan of, you know, if I think of something, rather than text my friends saying, do you want to go for beers? I'll just call them and say, it's just so much easier. It is way easier, yeah. But I think they have like my stop, start and continue. This is like a real big thing for me as well, mm-hmm. is I hate when people get into relationships and they change their like life. Like, they stop going out with their friends. Yeah. They stop being who they are. So, for me, a continue would be that continue, like, doing things that you enjoy. Continue doing stuff on your own with your friends. Yeah. Continue, like, I continue doing stuff with my friends. But also, I don't like the other side of that when you don't integrate with the friendship groups as well. Mm-hmm. Like, all of my friends that have got relationships, their girlfriends are, like, our friends as well. And they kind of do stuff together. Yeah, like, I, like, nice. I just want people to like continue to you know do that do what they know they enjoy because I've got I've got friends as well that completely change who they are yeah and I'm just not really about that no it's not for me it, it, it's not sustainable either yeah. it doesn't work no eventually you're going to be unhappy because you'll like wake up one day and be like I don't even have the same friends exactly. like I don't do the same stuff I used to enjoy yeah like I think you see it in marriages a lot they wake up and they're like I don't know it's in like the movies they're like I used to paint and I don't <laughs> paint anymore and they're like okay like the partner doesn't know what to say because they're like but you chose not to paint like i didn't force you to do Mm. that like i think half the time it isn't the partners like morph them into someone else it's actually like very much their decision Mm, definitely which is stupid i think yeah it's just like individuals sometimes are that person or they're not like they know what they're like in dating or when they're single yeah as i think for me i'm kind of the same the same yeah no i'd agree i think i'm exactly the same i actually think maybe when i'm in a relationship i overdo it like i make sure that I see my friends loads mm. because I'm worried that they'll think that I'm gone. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'll message them and be like, oh, I haven't seen you in weeks. And they're like, okay, don't, don't I worry. Seen you last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> We're all good. <laughs> but similarly, I've experienced when someone just, I have friends that are the same, like, I don't see them anymore and it's sad. Yeah, I just don't get why people do it. I've yeah. never, never really understood it. Okay, what is your moan of the moment? Hmm. So my moan at the moment, I feel like everyone thinks this is the moment, is the fact that just Ubers are a myth. (laughs) They just are a myth. They just don't work anymore. I get bolts now. I've tried, even bolts sometimes are a myth. (laughs) I just, the amount of times I've been trying to get one and it just doesn't turn up. And I'm sitting there being like, well, that's 15 minutes of my life. I'm never going to get back. Yeah. 
And it's just, I've got into this real unhealthy habit now of getting a black cab. Oh, it's really? It's just so unhealthy because it is just so much nicer. And yeah. it also is just like not good for the bank balance. No. But honestly, Ubers, I hate them. Yeah. I, just don't, I love them if they arrived. They just don't anymore. Do you have a bad star rating? Well, actually, that's a point. I oh, My star rating got so low at one point. I had to, so I had to change phones for a bit <laughs> because my Uber rating went so low that I, they just wouldn't pick me up. I went to the US for a couple of months one summer. And I'm pretty sure my friends pretty much threw up in every other Uber. Oh, my no. rating was so bad that they just, they just yeah they me. weren't calm if yours was bad. But then I've like started a new Uber with a new number and uh, it's worked. And now I've got a good rating, but I just think that it's there's just none of them around London anymore. Yeah, I can't decide if it's. I'm sure someone knows the answer to this. To be fair, but I don't know if it's there's less drivers or like everyone just wants Ubers. Yeah. I don't know which way around the demand yeah. is, but I've massively converted to Bolt now. I yeah. used to check Uber and then check Bolt, and now I check Bolt, and then if there's a Bolt, I don't even bother checking Uber anymore. Really? Yeah. So I always check both, and it's just like, which one can I see the most cars on? Because mm. sometimes I'm looking, and I'm, I'm in central London. There should be millions of them, and there's like two. <laughs> I'm like, what is this at? Like, this is a joke. As all these black cabs going past me, I'm like, whatever, let's just get a cab. Yeah, just getting one of these. Especially, well, now there's no night tubes. Yeah. So. Well, the night tube for the central line is working, but I guess your yeah. northern line is just, I mean, that's I think, not working, is it? Yeah, the central and the Victoria are the only ones that yeah. are working. I'm, I mean, I'm on a Piccadilly, that's no good. <laughs> is that, does that even have a night train? No. It used to. Did it? That's why I picked it. Mm, brilliant. Um, I know. <laughs> that's worked well. <laughs> I know. It used to be before COVID. But before COVID. Yeah. Do you know, you've just mentioned COVID. COVID, and I thought we'd go longer than that without mentioning it because I feel like oh. COVID drops into every conversation now. It's like, oh my god, please, let's just die and not mention it. I know we <laughs> won't need to mention it. It's a, this is a nice, happy space. <laughs> this podcast. What is your most irrational fear? I've always had this fear, and it's the problem with it is it's they're, they're popping up more and more everywhere. It's bubble tea. Ah, oh. I just like a. I hate it. B. I look at it and it's just like I shiver. <laughs> and it just looks weird. I don't get it. And then yeah, I I've never this, tried it. This image of people like drinking it and then the little bubbles. I, I'm just, I'm really not about it. So it's like the consistency. Yeah, just like, even just seeing it, I'm a bit like, yeah, no. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm honestly scared of bubble tea. <laughs> I'm actually scared of bubble tea. <laughs> I can say it out loud. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm repairing myself from this fear. <laughs> I'll be okay. <laughs> I've never tried it. To be honest, it doesn't appeal to yeah, me don't. at all. It's cold, right? I yeah, think. I think so. Ice, it's like iced tea. The one I had once was cold. It was awful. <laughs> oh, you so you have tried? I it. tried it once, and it was just like I don't know. It's like these weird little balls that just like like pop in your mouth. It's like this is just not nice for anyone. Oh, so you are meant to eat the balls? I, maybe you're not. Maybe that's where I, I don't was know. Wrong. <laughs> maybe that's... I wasn't sure if they just sat in there as like flavor. I, I wasn't sure. I know nothing about them to be honest. No, obviously awful. It's not about it. No, fair enough. So, what would your TED Talk topic be? <laughs> So part of me wanted to come on here and be like, yeah, no, it'd be something like, you know, something science-y, something, <laughs> you know, something about economics, I don't know, something I can talk about. But realistically, and every one of my friends, if you ask them for like a one-word thing about me, it just is chicken nuggets. My <laughs> TED Talk would be about chicken nuggets. I know everything about chicken nuggets. Like, <laughs> I'm a connoisseur. Honestly, I'm a chicken nugget connoisseur. I that, actually, that should be in my Insta bio. might change yeah. that. I just, all the best places to get chicken nuggets around London, I know, you know, chicken nuggets versus a strip. As I've matured, I've gone more into like, you know, wings. Now I'm more, but that's like the maturity level. Whereas the notes are when I was younger. But honestly. Amazing. Chicken nuggets. I, 
I love them. So how do you rate McDonald's nuggets? Awful. They do a job when you're really drunk. Yeah. But also, chicken nuggets is more of like a broader term. My favourite is like a chicken strip. Strip, yeah. Oh, so you, if you're at McDonald's, you get the five strip. Yeah, Where, sure. What is it called? Selects meal. Yeah, yeah five chicken, selects. chicken select. Yeah. That's the one. But I just, honestly, anything chicken nuggets, I'm all about it. I think that, you know, the best chicken nuggets in the world, and this might shock you. I think I know what you're going to say. Is from Costco. Yes. Honestly, you I know this. that. Really? Yeah. They're good, my mum had a Costco yeah. membership when we were younger and my brother was obsessed Honestly, they're with unbelievable. those chicken nuggets. <laughs> Honestly, they're unbelievable. And they come in that huge Massive. bag. Yeah. Like huge. I've got like a, a literally a designated chicken nugget shelf in my freezer. <laughs> and Honestly, I've I've got all different types, like Dunger Selects, blah, blah, blah. But uh, Costco runs the for special occasions. This is rogue, but have you tried corn chicken nuggets? I have. I love them. I have tried them. One of my friends is like vegetarian. She was like, try these. I'm not going to lie. I judged them before I tried mm. them. I was like, nah, it's just going to be shit. It's not going to be Costco, is it? Mm. But I thought they were really good. They're, they're okay. I mean... Like, as an alternative... Definitely. They're better impressed. than like, shit chicken nuggets, for sure. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'd rather them than McDonald's. Agreed. I honestly would agree with that. Yeah. But, you know, Costco chicken nuggets, I mean, for me, you could serve that at a Michelin-star restaurant and I'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> they're quite big, aren't they, they're though? Messy, like, they're like, chicken breasts yeah, as well. Yeah, they remind me more of those Korean fried chicken, mm. big bits of chicken, all bonus. Oh, yeah, they are good. So good. Oh, yeah, if you haven't tried those, you need listeners, to. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. They're really good. But yeah, Costco is annoying. It's, it's got a high barrier to entry with that yeah. membership card. Honestly, if I met someone with a Costco card now, I'd be like, yeah, sold. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a dating requirement. <laughs> I don't know anyone with one, I don't think. There's not really one around it's here. Hard, isn't it? Yeah, there's, I don't there's think not there's... one in Central. No. So you have I've... to drive out. Yeah, I have to drive out. I sometimes, if my mum or dad are going, I'm like, oh, can you just get me like, I don't know, 10 bags of chicken nuggets maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just bring them to London. <laughs> yeah. For my birthday, what do you want? Costco chicken nuggets, please. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, I like that. That was a good answer. Let me know your low-key flex. So I'm going to get roasted for this, by the way. Okay. And I have quite a savage friendship group, so I just got almost quite scared to say this. And they take the piss out of me so much for this. But I was like an under fourteen tennis champion. Okay, that I, doesn't sound that bad. No, but they just take the piss out of me because I'm actually I'm actually not that good at tennis anymore. Oh, like, right. I, I can obviously play, but like my friends have beaten me before, and they're like, "Mate, you chat so much shit. You you kind of be good." Like, honestly, I get ripped for it, but yeah, I guess that's it. How high did you compete? So just like county level. Oh right, yeah, okay, just like okay, county okay. Level. I used to think I was a bit of like a bit of a legend at school. Mm. I was like, I've got a tennis guy. <laughs> so that's where the bullying comes in because you used to think it was like the coolest yeah, thing. Yeah, I used to be like, I'm a pretty big deal at school because you know, tennis county, <laughs> county tennis. <laughs> Uh, so oh that's so funny I was a swimmer and counties was like I thought it was pretty cool I got to counties I think like once <laughs> I was like wow yeah, I'm a bit of a big deal yeah I was like guys guys it's I qualified <laughs> I'm guessing you know my name <laughs> yeah um, but yeah when you're a kid those things like seem so important honestly though. yeah I mean I'm proud of you for your county thank tennis you. thank you <laughs> Wait, so then do they take you to play tennis now and expect you to be really good? Right, so this is actually really embarrassing. So one of my friends, his mum's quite good at tennis. Oh. And we <laughs> we were in America for, for a couple of months and we used to play tennis like with his mum and like a few of our friends that live out there. And his mum beat me. <laughs> his his mum beat me at tennis. And uh, I mean, I was really hungover at the time, so I played on that. But even like sometimes now on Instagram, his mum messaging me being like, We'll play tennis when you're over in America next. <laughs> just like get so much shit for it. I'm like, oh my god. You get roasted by someone's mom. Yeah, that's <laughs> Amazing. 
Uh, That's really funny. What is your life soundtrack? So this is hard because I, I feel like I've got quite a good music taste. Okay. But then those those goddamn Spotify raps come around. Oh, yeah. And it completely exposed me. <laughs> like, I got exposed. Three, four, five was all like, you know, like nice, cool, like generally quite good music. And then my top two was Dua Lipa and Zara Larson. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. So this has happened. <laughs> I mean, they're very good looking. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> so I, it, it would have to be one of their songs. I, honestly, I, I'm actually a bit of an undercover Julie fan. So I'm trying to... I, I mean, she's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And she's proper talented. That's the thing, isn't it? Mm. I think sometimes artists kind of get away with just being like attractive. And then they have other people like write and produce their songs. Whereas she's actually an artist. Yeah. So that's cool. Definitely. Wait, do you know which one of her songs? I don't know. I'm, honestly, I love all of them. <laughs> I actually do. Just yes, yeah, so this is not really life soundtrack. It's like life <laughs> artist is, is Julie Per. I mean, I'm obsessed with her song "Levitating." Okay, okay. that's like my shower song at the moment. But and I've also oh, this is so embarrassing as well. So I bought my brother Julie Per tickets for his birthday, and I gave them to him because he's quite a big Julie fan as well. And he and he looked at me. He's like, I mean, this is a present for you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I'm taking you. Like, because you because re- I mean, I don't want to go. I think it's cringe, but you know, because you really want to go, I'll come with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. But yeah, she was, she was recently overtook Zara Larson because Zara Larson used to be number one. So I lived in Sweden for a bit. So she was obviously massive out there. And uh. so like it was like the joke with all my Swedish friends that, oh, you love Zara Larson. It's all you ever talk about. And mm. they played along for like a, a few weeks that one of them knew Zara Larson's sister. And I was like, mate, you need to introduce me to her. Like, please. <laughs> and all of this. <laughs> so embarrassing when I look at it. I actually went out there to Sweden like last, at the end of last year to see one of... Well, it's meant to be going for a Zara Larson concert. Obviously, as a joke. It was a joke. It was actually my... It was my friend's birthday. And she going happened... Going to all these concerts. She happened to be playing. Okay. And I okay. flew out there. Just and we, happened. I, she just happened. It's just a coincidence, right? Yeah. And then she cancelled an hour before the show. So no. I, was, I was in my, my friend's apartment in Sweden. And he was like, oh, it doesn't matter though, does it? Because you didn't come over there for, over here for that. Yeah, it was anyway. just was a coincidence. Like, no, it's a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> but secretly you were like crying <laughs> crying yourself to sleep at night uh do you like going to concerts a lot then yeah i think so i'm like quite a gig person okay so let like, next month i think i've got like an average of, like two or three a week mm. i just I'm, I'm quite into like new upcoming music yeah and then yeah so i just buy random tickets cause it's quite fun on so it's yeah. like a wednesday night or something especially when they're cheap like, like 10 pounds yeah they're normally gig, 10 not? quid aren't they yeah good date as well i always think it's a good date yeah it is a good date but, but not maybe not a first date i feel like cause you no can't really like talk yeah, like, yeah, yeah i think it's a good second date it is uh still an early date because yeah. you can still have a fun good time you can go early get a drink exactly. then do the chat and then yeah. you can actually like enjoy the music yeah definitely although i went to a tom o'dell concert recently like a few weeks ago and they looked like they were on a first date and this guy just stood behind her the whole time like you know hugging her he was oh. quite tall and she was quite short just like hugging her from behind and they didn't move the whole concert and it was really frustrating because they were very much blocking my view and I was like <laughs> I like I don't know like I was like that's such a weird yeah that's strange such a weird Surely position that can't be a first date well maybe not maybe it was long term because they weren't yeah. chatting but when it ended he like released her because I was I was so invested I was like when's he gonna let go it was such a distraction from the whole concert <laughs> Because I'm not a massive Tom Adele fan. I kind of went more with these friends. Cause why not? Why not? And <laughs> at the end, he like let go and then walked to the bar and then got a drink, but just for him. 
How strange. Yeah. And then she was just stood there like a lemon. And I said, why didn't you go to the bar with him? I don't know. The whole thing was just, yeah. it just looked so uncomfortable. And it looked like he thought that was what you do at concerts to like with a girl. I don't know. Oh, God, poor guy. Yeah, tragic. He needs to cover your podcast. I know, I really want, <laughs> I did really want to go up and be like, <laughs> what's going on here? Like, what's the vibe? Let me know your drink of choice. So this is really easy for me. Strawberry daiquiri. Okay. Love strawberry daiquiri. Love a cocktail. Yeah. I'm really fortunate in that my housemate used to be a barman and he's just so good at cocktails. So we have like every alcohol under the sun. <laughs> but strawberry daiquiri is my go-to. I live for strawberry daiquiris. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Is that like even when you're out? No, I mean, it's quite niche, isn't it? If you're in a nightclub. Yeah. Yeah, yeah have a strawberry daiquiri, please. <laughs> Three vodka lemonades and a strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> no, more of like my image of it is, you know, when you're sitting on a beach, the first of your right. strawberry daiquiri straight yeah. away. Holiday. Yeah. Sun. yeah do you like traveling for me i try and travel as much as possible mm-hmm. like i'm a big fan of a long weekend okay so like yeah. i'll regularly leave work early on a friday fly somewhere for the weekend and then try and get back on monday so you go somewhere do something different um that's, cool. that's normally not hot though so it's not a strawberry daiquiri kind of fun. no like a city break or something yeah. Yeah. but you know you can get a strawberry daiquiri in <laughs> i don't know prague why not <laughs> yeah three pints and a strawberry daiquiri please <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you'd make them at home though. That's yeah. quite impressive. Well, I don't make them. Yeah, I housemate them. does. <laughs> I consume. I think he. I'm pretty sure he enjoys it because uh, he doesn't let me anywhere near the blender. He like, <laughs> he, like he like does it always. Like sit down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I can imagine if you're a barman, that's your special time to show your yeah. skills. You don't want some amateur coming to ruin it. Exactly. And I am an amateur. Yeah. I turn up and he's like, "Mate, what are you doing? That's just wrong. <laughs> How can someone mess up a vodka lemonade?" Okay, so here is your bestie rec. Oh, God. I think it is three minutes long. (laughs) Oh, God. So. Oh, God. Let's see how this goes. Where do I start with this lad with a girl's name? Who, when he applied for an all-girls school, he got in. So most people come on here and tell you why you should date their mate. But I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't. First of all, his language skills. Going to university in Sweden means he is fluent in the Nordic language and managed to find a Swedish person wherever he goes to have a chat with. It's just a shame not a single Swedish person can understand a word he says. Second of all, his cooking skills. This boy cannot cook. He hates it. So expect him to take you out to lots of swanky restaurants, edgy eateries, or cute delivery nights in. Oh, and I can't forget the chicken nuggets. He knows more about chicken nuggets than Ronald McDonald himself. Third, taking him home to meet your family. The whole family will love him. Trust me, it is annoying. Your dad will become his best friend. Your mum will start texting him to invite you both over for dinner. And your siblings will want to hang out with him more than you. Fourth, his humour. He has the darkest, driest sense of humour. If there is that thing that you feel that you really shouldn't say, yeah, that thing, well, you know that when you laugh and you forget how to breathe, your eyes start leaking and weird shaking sounds come out. Expect that daily. Okay, I'll stop slating and say why he's important to me. My friend is my go-to for spontaneous plans. Want to fly somewhere? He's already got his bags packed. He's my go-to for absolute savage wisdom. He's an absolute savage. 
and for helping me reach my goals. He really is the ultimate hype man. But he is also my go-to with my rent, as he's now my landlord. If you're into the following as a package with any amount of banterous intrigue, you should date him. He's really in to settling trends. Most people want to own dogs because they're great for Sunday pub selfies. This guy wants a goat. In his opinion, it's far cuter, more of a story to tell, and well, goat does stand for greatest of all time. The next, honesty. It is the best policy, but it's also the reality that you will get from him. He will tell you how it is, how it should be, and how he sees it. You should also know that this is exactly what he wants back. He needs a girl that can love hard, play hard, and match him on his values. He's also fiercely loyal, and what I want from him is someone deserving of his wit, satire, and affections, as he is incredibly thoughtful, imaginative, and really knows how to live the dream. Wow. Well, that was a stitch up. <laughs> there were some nice things thrown in there. Yeah. But... <laughs> I think it's the nicest things he's ever said, some of them in there. Uh, oh, bless him. Well, at least he. At least we're on the same page with the chicken nuggets thing. Yeah, yeah. I told he, you, that's he, all anyone yeah, thinks he got when the they think of me. as well. Yeah. Um, I really want to know. <laughs> it was like the first thing he said about you applying to a girls' school. Oh my god. Yeah. So I went to this. This just this isn't going to look good. Okay. So I went to this. Well, it's not an all girls grammar school. It is technically an all girls grammar school. Uh huh. But they let a few boys in for sixth form. Oh, right, right, yeah. So there was like, I don't know, 150 girls and, I don't know, seven boys or something. <laughs> the dream. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I think, well, to be honest, most of my, some, some of my friends that are girls are like, that's probably the, the making of you is the fact that you spent so much time with girls growing up. But yeah. yeah. I can't believe you mentioned the goat thing as well. Oh, that was it. Oh, yeah, my the word. The goats is funny. When I was at school, a girl had two goats. Like her family just bought two goats. They were called Iggle and Piggle. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they were really cool. Like they were actually really sound mm. animals. <laughs> they just lived in the garden. Goats are great. But I think they. Let, I don't know if they let them in. They had their own little like playpen in the garden, like with. What are they called? Like like pigsties almost. Mm. That like tunnels that they could run and stand on because you know they're like standing on things. Mm. Yeah. Eagle and Piggle were great. I actually do want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you keep like would you keep it inside? Oh, just, I mean it's just a bit unfair, isn't it? Yeah. I, to, I can't really get a goat yet, but I will get one at some point. Yeah, yeah. We you, had we when had, you have a garden. Yeah, we'll have a garden and the goat can just chill in the garden. Yeah, I think they just yeah. I think they're really chill. I think they're just happy yeah, to no, just I think they're just like quite happy to be alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. That was cute. Very long, but very long. I enjoyed very long. The commitment. Okay, final section. This or that. So I'm gonna read you two options. You just go with your gut. Okay. Yeah. Home or gym workout? Home. Oh, interesting. For sure. I've got all my gym stuff at my in my flat. Did you buy them already? Yeah. Or did you have it before? I bought it in lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Speak all languages fluently or speak to animals. Oh, this is tough. I think this is a hard one. I mean, I've always wanted to be able to speak other languages. Mm. But speak to animals would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in like in like real life, you've got to speak other languages. I think it yeah. would be so fun. It's like kind of that's the more practical yeah. answer. But then if you could speak to animals... Just I don't my, even know just what you'd do with it. Out my goat. You could be like a really cool <laughs> vet, but yeah, maybe yeah. you could just like keep it to yourself yeah. and just like <laughs> your goat, best Derek, friends a goat. Just tell me he's pissed off of you. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream or frozen yogurt? Frozen yogurt. Okay, not a sweet tooth. I don't really have a sweet tooth to be honest with you. Mm. I like sweets. I'm all for Percy Pigs. <laughs> okay. Outside of that, I'm just not really a sweet tooth kind of person. <laughs> Fair enough. 
be invisible on demand or be telepathic? See, I'd want to say telepathic, but maybe you could just like, you, you then know too much. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think you'd be way too much in your head. Yeah. You don't really want to know probably what exactly. everyone's thinking. Yeah. So it probably traumatise you. Yeah. yeah. You'd probably see things you don't want to see. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would make you so impressive probably in like every walk of life, like mm. your job. I don't think you could tell anyone either. No. Because they'd be really freaked out. Like, yeah. who would want to be in a relationship with you knowing you're telepathic? Well, just imagine being with your friends and they're just also they're thinking like, oh, do we have to be with this guy? again <laughs> yeah i think that would be such a curse to be honest oh i think i know the answer to this one plans or surprise always well yeah for me i like surprises i mm-hmm. do but i like planning the surprise yeah okay okay so i like giving someone a surprise but i'd want to arrange it yeah okay i think yeah you're a planner yeah yeah that's good work for the police force or the ambulance bit of a random oh, that's real tough i feel like they both have quite a rough deal yeah I mean, it's quite bad, but I guess ambulance, at least then you feel like you're doing something for people. But that's quite tough. I mean, I can do either. Yeah, no, I don't think I can either. <laughs> oh, interesting. This is kind of what we spoke about earlier. Be on a quiz show or a reality TV show? I think I'd quite like to be on a quiz show. Yeah. So reality TV show, obviously, we spoke about earlier. Just, I'd, I'd love to do it, but I'd love to do it like behind closed doors and then mm, no one yeah. know about it. Uh, but a quiz show, I, yeah, I'd quite like to do that. I quite like quizzes. What show would you pick? Mm, that is tough. I, I always did want to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Mm. I was just like, you know, where you behind the closed doors kind of back yourself, like, yeah, I'd definitely get at least half a mil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's always like the first three questions, yeah. isn't it? That like, if you, if you don't get over those, it's like embarrassing. Yeah. God, God, this guy, why is he on here? <laughs> also, it's multiple choice. You can back yourself a exactly. bit more, phone a friend. You've got some options. Yeah. I always had this image of being the guy that is on the million question and then phone a friend and being like, yeah, I don't really need your help. I actually know the answer. I just want to say hello. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that video. Yeah, it's isn't it? it's isn't like, it? I'm just about to win a million pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> oh, that's really good. We're done. That's the podcast. Thank you. Do you have any final words? Do you know what? It's been an absolute pleasure. So thank you. In good old Paddy McGuinness format. Let the chicken see the nugget. If you would leave your light on for this guy, contact the podcast on Instagram at Single Sounds to let me know you'd like to go on a date with this character. I feel like it should now be the Take Me Out theme tune. You know, the dun 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 But unfortunately, I don't have the copyright, so you get mine instead. Sorry. <laughs> have a great week as always and see you next Tuesday. Single Sounds.